Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Althea Walters. I'm your host today for the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. Now, today I have a very special guest. Her name is Goyosa, and of course, it's um, I'll try my very best to remember the pronunciation of her name. She's a business and mindset coach, thriving focus, and I'm so happy to have her on my platform today. So we're going to be talking about transforming overwhelm into positive life and business results. And I know a lot of us suffer from overwhelm. So what a topic to talk about in a time like this. So Goyosa, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, hi, thank you for having me, Althea. It's, it's my pleasure. Thanks. Great. So I, I want you to just walk us through a little bit. Just tell us about your background. You know, were you in terms of originally a mindset coach? What led you to be the mindset coach? Tell us about your entrepreneurial journey and how you end up here. Okay, yeah. So um, I think we all uh, start with a dream, right? And um, mine were the artistic kind. So first I pursued a degree in fine arts and oh. then I came to London. I'm originally from Spain uh, to do um, another degree in fashion design, which really led me to work as a women's wear designer for different brands. So I really loved designing and um, some of my ideas did go to catwalk. So like well, London, Paris, Milan, um, and I even go to design for other like clients in, in different parts of the world, such as mm. Japan. So for me, that was a great experience to, to expand uh, my cultural aesthetic, um, yeah. to be able to, yeah, work with people, yeah, diversely. So on paper, it looked really great. Like it's um, a glamorous career to pursue and develop. Um, but in reality, um, I was working 10 to, uh, to 12 hours a day to meet tight deadlines in a high pressure environment. So stress was uh, normal at the time. So um, and the deeper I went into my career, the less creative capacity I felt um, um, to do my designs really and to really... Um, to farther I got, the farther I got to, from, from my ideals, if that makes sense. Um, so I began really questioning. Yes, it, it, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. Continue. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> Interrupt me whenever you, you think. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, so it, I it got to a point that um, I was really questioning like, my creativity, my vision, my purpose. And I was constantly doubting if I was good enough, if the work that I was doing had any impact at all. And mm -hmm. that really brought this mental and physical dissonance that affected my health. So here I was um, supposedly living this dream that I set out to live. But yes, mm -hmm. I was experiencing this suffering. Uh, something wasn't right for me. And no one told me that I will find myself on a hospital bed thinking, wow. this is it, like, uh, what am I doing wrong? Because, <laughs> so for me, that was like, I guess, the epiphany or the moment that I started to really assess uh, what I wanted to do with my career and my life, really. Um, because if the answer was yes, like that was it, I couldn't really imagine myself, um, you know, continue to live that life regardless yeah. of uh, how much I wanted to be in the in the fashion industry. So I wasn't um, 
um, the one to believe really in spirit, is, oh, sorry, is spirituality at the time. But I think many of us can um, probably resonate or are familiar with the phrase, ask and you shall receive. So I... Yes, absolutely. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. Like I started asking myself, this is, uh, is there um, any other way to pursue this dream? Is there a better way? Because, mm -hmm. um, of course, I didn't really want to continue. I didn't thought it was a healthy choice to, to continue um, doing things that way. And, and that was, um, from there is where I started... Um, taking action and for me was um I made what was for me like a life-changing decision not really to sacrifice my values or health uh mm -hmm. for my goals or, or my career in this case ah. and that really meant leaving the, the industry at the time oh wow what a profound story what the, you know I I heard so many things but the, hus the hospital bed got me right got yourself, ended up in the hospital and wondering, is this it? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what the dream is supposed to lead me to? And I realized that at that time, you would have felt so overwhelmed, so stressed. You would have, working, you would have been working 10 to 12 hours a day. And yet you did not feel like you were doing what you were supposed to do, which is you passion at the time. Exactly. Yeah, and that wasn't coming forth at all. And when you said in terms of, you know, not sacrificing your values for your health. And well, yeah. explain that to me if I got it right. Explain that to me. Yeah. So um, I guess for me, I was deviating from the industry, the, the way they would do things, the way they would treat people, the reality that was there. It's not all bad, of course. <laughs> That's not the point. But I, I was deviating from the values that I saw in the workplace on my own. And I thought, well, we only have one life and I would like to stay as true to myself as I can. So if mm -hmm. this is not it, if this is not my path, what would it be? So mm -hmm. that's what I said, like asking myself questions. It got me um, closer to what was what I wanted to do or what was the problem as well. And if we okay. want to, well, you tell me when you want to bridge it to, to overwhelm. But for me, it was when I realized that my thinking was causing a lot of the suffering because I thought I had to pursue that career. Like I've invested my studies. My parents have poured their savings into my education. Mm -hmm. And why and would you went I and, pursue you that? You went and got your finance degree. That, that's, what, that's what they poured into for you. Which one? The finance degree or the career or the, or the design, the fashion design? The, well, uh, the fashion design, yeah. The, okay. Even if I was contributing, like it means like my parents were in the ones, um, in the end, the ones that were paying for my education. Um, so I'm, I was grateful for that. And he opened a lot of doors. But then when you find yourself there that this is not for you, you do feel the overwhelm of like, am I letting them down? Um, yeah. Should I continue? And that's when I'm like, when I was having all those thoughts coming in and all that, you know, anxiety, overwhelm, whichever way you want to phrase it, mm -hmm. um, I realized that it was my own thinking causing most of the suffering. Because mm -hmm. it was so up to me to really change whatever was going on. 
Yeah. You know, I want to talk a little bit about our own thinking that you just mentioned and how we sometimes cause our own suffering. What are some of the things that goes through the mind of an individual that causes suffering and pain and lead to stress and overwhelm? What are some of those things? Okay, so for me, when I when I talk about overwhelm with my clients, uh, what I see it comes across as either stress, anxiety, indecision, inaction, avoidance, procrastination. So it, those are the main ones that I see. And for me, like I said, the main cause, it is the thinking, it's the meaning that you're giving to that experience. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with the concept limiting beliefs. So when yeah. I when I'm um, when we address overwhelm, I think there's a limiting belief that sounds something like um, you made an unconscious decision that you must get all this done in a month of time that you can um, I'm sorry in a month of time. Let me slow down. That cannot be done if and if you don't get it done in that amount of time, something bad will happen to you. Mm -hmm. unconsciously I'm not saying everyone but that's a common uh, um, limiting belief that we have we need to get it done it's there's no other way and when we put ourselves in that situation well we already like um, if you see me I'm like shaking like it's like you're in a fight or or freeze you're not you're reacting to what you're thinking instead of Mm -hmm. taking a step back and trying to analyze okay this is is it really true um can I do something else? Yeah. So, so there are so many things that come up. The indecisions, the, other, the, the avoidance, um, not taking action. And it's like all of those energy forming and just getting bigger and bigger and just yeah. causing such negative impact on us and causing a physical strain that will lead to the overwhelm and the anxiety. That's what I'm getting. So... We, we are, the, the, the thinking, our own mindset, you know, triggers all of that. How, it's not easy to deal with overwhelm. Mm-hmm. So even if some of us are able to talk to ourselves or use tools from other people, what are some of the tips, probably two to three tips that you can share with us to help us to get over overwhelm? Okay. So, um... I would say first, it will be to notice what thoughts or, or sometimes some people relate more to feelings. So they will notice the overwhelm because they might have like a palpitation or they're sweating. Notice that or notice what kind of thoughts are coming through your head. And then yeah. I will say, take a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by taking a step back is like breathe, take a few minutes and really breathe deeply because what? A simple thing as breathing allows you to do is to gain distance from what you're feeling and thinking at that time. And that will allow you to look at it from uh, with a different perspective, but on the present moment. You're not thinking of what you're doing in two hours or you need to get done by the end of the week. You're here right now. And mm-hmm. you can then ask yourself, um, okay, do I really, if it's getting this done, do I really need to get this done today? Is there something else I can do? You come back across um, um, questions that are more open, that um, are open to possibilities, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and the the good thing is that when you know how your body and you know mind reacts to overwhelm. So I know when I'm getting overwhelmed. I know when my anxiety, there's a little nervous feeling that gets me, but I know it. And when it happens, I usually step back. I usually step back and ask myself, what is causing this? Did, did I just finish a phone call that didn't work for me? Did I just get an email that I didn't like? Mm-hmm. Did I forget to do something and what was it? And so because I have come, become used to noticing myself and the patterns that I have, yeah. I have a way to address the overwhelm. So I do agree with you. First, you have to actually notice your feelings and your thoughts that trigger you for the overwhelm. Yeah. But, but as we say, it's not, it takes practice. It, it is not easy. Uh, a lot of people will struggle with it more than some people. If we don't address the overwhelm, what will happen? Well, I guess in the end, like um, you end up collapsing in a way. That's why people have this burnout. It sounds like sometimes, I don't know, it depends how familiar you are with it. It's like, oh, right, that's not going to happen to me until yes. it does. And you don't really want to be there. So um, because most of us, if, if we are business owners, we are the main figure running our business. So if we're not there, well and you don't have anyone else in place, that is going to even trigger more anxiety because now you're sick with burnout, needing to take yeah. a rest, and then what's going to happen with your business? So <laughs> I would say, like um, like you say, it's not easy to, um, to take action in the moment. And if you're not even able to articulate a thought, like um, asking yourself a question to find out what's going on, play some music, move, like shake it off whatever it is like honestly go for a walk um I tend to play music uh because um for me it's something that I connect a lot with so that helps me and that gives you the the space um it doesn't matter but it's just breaking away from the feeling so you're able to use your your head um have more creative uh thinking or being able to ask questions that will open up possibilities. Because when we are in a fear um, uh, state, we're not able to, we just react. We're trying not to. Um, yeah. And uh, right. So, so even that the overwhelm eventually gets deeper and deeper and deeper and you lead to burnout. Now, when you're a burnout and you have your health is at risk, etc. There's no way that you can run a business because your health comes first. And that goes back to the the point when you were, you ended up on the hospital bed because you were burnt out. You were just working, working, working. Yeah, I have to say it's really difficult when you need to tell yourself, I really need to step out because otherwise this is not going to work. And you might think, oh, but I'm missing on opportunities or oh, I should be working. Yes, I know. I literally had similar thoughts. But if you're not physically well, there's nothing you can do. So the best thing that you can do for yourself and your business is take the time off that you need. And then I think is do put something in place, whatever that is for you, that will allow you to um, 
have like a, I don't know, how you, like a practice in place in a way. Yeah. So when you, you know, start feeling that anxiety or whatever it is, you know what to do. Because when it right. hits, it's normally when we are like, we react and we tend not to know what to do. But when you are, you know, thinking about it ahead, it's like, well, I know giving a speech is going to trigger something on me. Okay, what can I do to lessen that? Things oh, like that. That's me. If I have to stand up and give a live speech, oh my God. <laughs> the anxiety starts to kick in. But for me, once I start, that's it. I'm good. But all the process leading up to me giving a live speech have me over my head. But once I'm on the stage, there's no hold, there's no taking back that mic from me. But it's just a part of my anxiety that yeah. that works. So what are I um what are some you have learned in business over the years what are some of the lessons that you have learned um I think for me like I mentioned before it was realizing that the thinking was causing most of my suffering um for me having a powerful mindset that supports my values and my goals is key yeah. really to have a beautiful life doing what I love and um yeah like I said this lesson has been valuable in terms of growing my business but it's also uh it's helped me enjoy my life when challenges mm -hmm. come up being able to face them in a more solid way yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that you know overwhelm of course it pops up anxiety comes up but the right. way I react, what I do after is different. And I'm still on a journey. I don't think uh, this is like work in progress. <laughs> I don't think there's ever we're, there's ever going to be a moment where we say, oh, we are done. That's it. Oh, no. Uh, that's <laughs> the beauty the, of yeah. yeah. The more you get yeah. over one hurdle, it's like you're saying, what next? What's next? And so you just try to move on to that. Okay, great. So uh, having a powerful mindset to support your life, to live that beautiful life and to run your business is one of the biggest um, takeaways for you so yeah. far. That's great. Tell us about your business, Gayusa. Okay, so I'm the founder of Thriving Focus, which is a business and mindset coaching company. And mm -hmm. what I do is I help creative entrepreneurs and artists who are open to transformation achieve their business and financial goals. And what I like doing in um, the methodology that I, or in the program that I offer, is really combine two core pillars. For me, I, like you can imagine, mindset is really important. So one would be a transformative mindset framework that yeah. creates the shifts for powerful, consistent, and business, business and life-changing results. And from the other side, it would be a, having a supportive business structure to help mm -hmm. my clients succeed as creators. Okay, that sounds great. And I like the fact that you said persons who are open to coaching because, you know, it's not going to happen. Transformation will not happen until you, the individual, is ready for transformation. So that's yeah. important when we're talking about mindset and moving forward. How do, we, how do we contact you? Where can we find your information? Yeah, the best way to find out more about what I do, it's uh, through my website. So that's mm -hmm. drivingfocus.com forward slash okay. hello so i'll okay. say again for uh, thrivingfocus.com forward slash hello 
Okay. All right. Great. So that's www.thrivingfocus.com forward slash hello. Yeah. Uh, just, just before we go, just tell us in terms of just leave us with one last tip that you'd love to leave with us and my audience. I would say about life um, or business. Okay. okay. I would say knowing your why, that being the driver, that having that North Star, getting to know what that is for you. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what will um, help you have a fulfilled life, including business. Right. Knowing your why. Okay, absolutely. So that was great. Um, go yourself. It was great having you on the platform talking about overwhelm. How can we transform overwhelm into positive results? We, you know, we spoke about some of your life journey, some of your, 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 just your experiences of, yeah you know, starting out in finance, you know, wanting to work on your passion, trying to figure out if that was it, and then working your way through it. You would have gone through challenges, hospitalization, trying to figure out what's happening. Your mindset was there in the way, but along the way you transformed it. But um, we got some good tips from you too, in terms of having a powerful mindset to really support the life and business that you Um, want and desire and not really sacrificing your values for your health those are some serious things that um, are important and one of the things that you also shared earlier was that look you have to take action for yourself a lot of the things that we suffer from we have to take our own personal action to move forward so it was an absolute pleasure Goyosa to have you on the platform sharing with us we have your website And I will share that in my contact information for my audience. Thank you so much for being on the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. Oh, thanks to you, Althea. A real pressure. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye.